The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. Kristen has been a registered nurse for 28 years. During those years, she has supported families while bringing new life into the world and comforted souls and their families as they transitioned to the next world. Kristen is a certified case manager. Her years in nursing have predominantly been spent with those in need of additional support and a non-judgmental attitude to help them get through stressful situations. Kristen is well suited for this position after walking through many fires herself. Kristen has gone from a comfortable life to losing everything both in her childhood and adulthood. It has taught her to never take anything or anyone for granted. Throughout her life she has navigated through the traumas which come from loving those with unresolved addictions and untreated mental illness. Kristen has at times stumbled and had to recreate herself and her life. She realised these obstacles were a means of helping her evolve into the person she was meant to be. Kind and loving souls have shown up in her life when she most needed them. She has thrived by having an awareness of a loving spiritual presence always supporting her. It provided the awareness that we are much more than our earthly presence. An important lesson Kristen has learned is to go with the flow of life and not to resist it. Keep an open mind and you will see a new world of possibilities. Hello, Kristen. Welcome to Soulful Valley. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me this morning. It's great to have you here. And it's really exciting that you're part of the Intuitive Knowing Your Truth book. And that's uh, why you're in today to talk about your story and give us a little bit of information about your chapter. Are you happy to, to share something with us about your chapter? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So uh, this just randomly came up through um, all things, a garden course I've been taking. The lady that's running that ended up being a part of a multi-author book. And I'm like, oh, how exciting would that be? I just always had this feeling of um, I wanted to do it, but couldn't imagine having the skill set or the opportunity or just not feeling enough to contribute and not knowing if anyone would be interested. So um, just being a part of this book, I saw the invitation Bridget had on Facebook and I thought about it for days and I put it out into the universe and said, well, if it's meant to be, I'll get another definitive sign. 
And then she messaged me on Monday and I'm like, okay, that's my sign. <laughs> so Brilliant. I'm going for it. Yeah. Have you wanted to write before this then? Is, has it been something yeah. that you've put off? Yeah. So I've wanted to, but I've always been kind of a, a wallflower, you know, just um, hitting the background. I just with the programming throughout my life I've always been the one taking care of everybody no one um it wasn't my place to be telling my story I was I'm a registered nurse I'm always listening to everyone else's story and helping them through their life process and it was just a natural transition from home life for me as a child I was caretaking parents and everyone and then I ended up in relationships of the same nature so I was in the caretaking role and um, I just never saw myself as standing out. I saw my lot in life as taking care of others. And then, you know, just sharing my story with a good friend is like, oh, you should, you know, write a book. It could, you know, inspire if you've gone through this and you're not in a padded room, you know, that <laughs> should lend hope to others as well that, you know, through um, perseverance and just seeking out uh any sort of support and other learning and tools basically to get mm -hmm. through things and to persevere through so many fires. So that's um, when this came up, I had that little whisper in my head saying, go for it. And so here I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm really pleased that you did that. Your, your chapter particularly resonated with me. There's some quite big themes that are similar to or events that have happened in my life and when one of my children studied psychology he said mum why are you not why are you not in a, a mental hospital <laughs> you're really lucky mum <laughs> so that's uh so for, for the rest of our audience who don't know what we're talking about because we've read have you read my chapter yet I don't know if you had time I, I did yeah yeah, I read it this morning. So for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, do you want to share a bit about what your chapter is about? Yeah, so uh, throughout the very start of my life, just I've been through a lot of uh, chaos. A lot of people have shown up in my life as parents and partners that have had unresolved addictions, unresolved mental health issues, and uh, just learning to love them where they're at, even though they're not in a place that can be a reciprocal relationship of mutuality, accepting what they have as a human being and supporting them on their journey while still finding respect enough for myself and self-love. You know, sometimes when people are in so much pain and in the addictive process in their own traumas that they're dealing with in dysfunctional ways, we um, kind of scoop them up and caretake them in spite of our own needs. And that isn't, you know, it's codependency, you know, so they're addicted to their drug of choice or uh, things that are unhealthy for their brain body where we're as codependents addicted to people. So how do you give up people? You know, you have to learn boundaries. You have to learn how to deal with this addiction to caretake and do it in a healthy way that's respectful for them. I realize now that some of these um, alcoholics and narcissists and folks, I've done a great disservice to by enabling. I wasn't 
a godsend. Like I saw myself as, as in my codependent role, I was actually enabling them and inhibiting their growth. And what a wake up call, you know, that, you know, of course I wish it happened sooner, but you're where you need to be at the time you need to be. So um, my chapter is just about a lot of uh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> which is what I resonated with. <laughs> I've dealt with a lot of shit and I'm sure there'll be a lot of people out there because I think addiction is a way bigger problem than people realize. Yeah, so, oh, um, yeah, it it is such a, a devastating part of so many lives. And, you know, just bringing more attention to that is important and healing that wound. I mean, so many lives are, are devastated by addiction and it's so prevalent in so many different forms. Um, but just, you know, never giving up hope that things will get better. I mean, our role here on Earth, I feel, is to bring joy to ourselves and others and just keep evolving and learning. So I always felt, even as a, a very, very small child, that, you know, I just had to get through these trials because it'll help me evolve to, you know, a better place soul-wise. And I mean, some part of me, even as, you know, just a as far back as I can remember felt well I'm going to have to go through this but it'll make me a better person and by the end of my life I'll you know be reaping the benefits of this growth so you know I kind of I'm not sure where or how but I just had that sense and I'm really grateful for that because I I did have to go through you know so much um, abuse from uh, a mentally ill mom that just didn't have the tools and was had gone through so much of her own trauma that she couldn't even help anyone, even herself, you know, and then she had autoimmune disorders that as a nurse, I, I find it fascinating how those often come along with traumas and things that, you know, we endure in life. My older sisters have autoimmune issues as well. And my little sister and I are just like praying we <laughs> you don't end up with that family line. Um, of it almost feels like a manifestation of the trauma physically. So just my chapter is just uh, listening to that little voice. There's such subtle nudges that I felt throughout life and you really have to look for them and sense them. You know, um, I, I know I, a huge impact in my life was being there when my mom died. She had, she had uh, bipolar disorder and borderline uh, personality disorder, and she had done some really cruel, unforgivable things as I was growing up, but I learned to forgive her and accept her and realize this was just, um, she, in her own way, to the best of her ability, loved us, but this was, you know, something she hadn't dealt with. She hadn't had the tools, and I loved her for who she was, and in the end, she did seek out other learning and um, became almost Buddha-like in just her peaceful nature, which was something beautiful and new. And she apologized and I forgave her and I held her, you know, as she died. And I felt like all of her fears leaving her body as she passed to the next, you know, side. I mean, it was just, and as her fears were released, so were some of the ones I had taken on from her. It was just like this lifting and, you know, I, she was no longer in her body, but transitioning and with, 
my dad, you know, I could just feel, you know, just this gentle nudge of you couldn't see it or it wasn't like a smack in the face or anything, but you could just kind of sense this happening. And it was just profound and it just made me rethink about my entire life. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That's really gorgeous. I, I can relate to the, the symptoms in the physical body because I throughout from all of the trauma and codependency and the years that I spent in that relationship as well, trying to fix him. Fix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I ended up being disabled with fibromyalgia myself. So I definitely mm-hmm. see that pattern with people that have gone through trauma who happen to have fibromyalgia. So it's um, right. it's huge, isn't it? It is. Have you got anything? Have you got anything work-wise that you want to share? Well, you know, I've been working as a registered nurse for 29 years now, and um, I've been a case manager in my later years of nursing, uh, just helping people find resources. And, you know, they would, I kind of got the perfect role for a while, helping frequent uh, patients in the emergency room that no one else had the patients for, but I always could find some you know, everyone's got some beautiful quality or something you can empathize with. And what what caused you to be here now? You know, just being interested in their story and, you know, not always, but oftentimes just softening the edges made them more open to the help to get to, you know, a better place of finding resources and help. And, you know, and then I gave them the resources and hoped the best for them, (laughs) you know, but at this point in time, I had moved um, away from the hospital 12 hours in Alaska to Homer from Fairbanks to Homer. And after being at the hospital for so many years, they asked me to stay on and just do insurance. So at this moment in time, I'm kind of in a quiet space where I have been just trying to grasp at every sort of learning and obtain every tool that I've been too busy to in my past life. I've been so busy with crazy spouses and raising (laughs) children and working full time and creating, you know, things at work. And now these past couple of years, it's just kind of been a regroup time process. And this past year of quiet has been, you know, a blessing in a sense of where am I now? Where am I going? And I really want to learn things like Reiki and EFT and I know I've got an intuitive sense and I, I'm trying to figure out where my niche is with that. So unfortunately at this moment in time, I don't have anything, any a business or anything yet, but I'm seeking and looking into um, different venues of how I can get certified and maybe in the near future become a life coach. So hopefully, you know, I'll, um, I'm putting it out into the universe and hopefully uh, the right thing will come along. As I've um, been in this book, I've had a couple of different like sale type options, but I've never seen myself as a sale person. It doesn't like Mm -hmm. make my heart sing. So I'm hoping what I've loved most about nursing is teaching and supporting and making someone's life better, you know? So I'm hoping I find my niche that way and find um, a modality in which to do it. I think as well, maybe as a result of this, as a result of the book, you'll find people reaching out to you because of your story and that will probably lead you in the direction that that you meant to go Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah, thank you. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's me. It'd be great to hear your story. And I can't wait until we release the book two weeks on Friday. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to read everyone's story. That's one part of being in this book that you get to meet and see and hear all these other beautiful women, but you, you don't get to see the story until the book's released. So I'm excited to, to read it cover to cover. <laughs> yeah, I have been lucky. I've had a sneak peek at everyone that I've interviewed. So it's been quite nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today, Kristen. Thank it's you so lovely. much, Katie. Bye for now. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Do you want to go? So ask yourself, this for me, give yourself some memories, learn to trust your intuition now. Thank you for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. Hopefully you will have heard something today that helps you feel a little lighter and more connected and aware of who you really are. My aim is to share love, light and wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think that it would help them in any way. You can find me at the Soulful Valley podcast page on Facebook, which is linked to my free Facebook support group, where I often drop in with an oracle card and share lots of wisdom in many areas. My website is soulfulvalley.com. It should be live very soon. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Soulful Valley. 